Dun da 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 Dun da 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 So hey Welcome to another episode of Fourth Stringers. Um, so I'm doing this because uh, this episode especially because I got a lot of DMs asking me how to do like calls and like stuff on Robinhood. I um I made a video about this a while back when I like started getting into it like because of the pandemic. Like you know what really spurred me to get into. Um, Stock trading was really that fucking whole meme craze. Uh, AMC and GME, when those things rocketed up, I averaged in at a retarded price at one point because I didn't know anything about stocks. Like, I've got like $50 worth of AMC in my cash app because at the time, Robinhood was like frozen and wouldn't let you buy stocks. It wouldn't let you buy AMC or GME. So I remember having to resort to fucking cash app to buy it. (laughs) I thought I was a genius. I was like, oh, I bought the... And then it goes down. Like, I buy them at, like, $14 each, and they go down to, like, $8, and I'm like, I'm fucking retarded. And I just have that on my cash app, like, giving me alerts, like, oh, AMC is down 8%. I'm like, why the fuck? Why are you telling me this, cash app? Like, here's my advice. First advice, turn off all notifications from your stock shit, all right? Like, when you open the app, that's when you want to be trading. Because, like, you don't want that shit to leak into the other parts of your life. Because, like... Thank God for jujitsu, because if I'm not on, if I'm not in jujitsu from 9.30 a.m., no, from 9 a.m., no, I, honestly, from like 7 fucking a.m. to uh, 4 p.m., I'm fucking wired, like looking at the market now. It's like another form of gambling, like, and I know you're not supposed to look at it like that, but you're getting advice from the wrong fucking person. If you <laughs> if you want to learn fundamentals and stuff like that, you're getting advice from the wrong fucking person. I'm just going to teach you the little ways that I learned how to lose all my fucking money and then gain like 90% of it back, okay? And it was a lot of money. It was like a little fucking jarring. Um, But like, I don't know, like... <sighs> There's nothing like jumping into something like uh, like being really bad at something and jumping into it like it sucks that it's like money and money could be life changing, like losing it or uh, getting it like making it. But I mean, what a fucking like this is it's crazy. It's kind of like a thrill, right? Like I can't even describe it. Like it's like I'm I'm at the casino like on my fucking phone, which is horrible. But I'm learning something about this financial system, what the economy does. I'm forced to learn all these useful things about the economy and world politics because I want to fucking make money. That's my biggest motivator. You know how they'll say like, "Oh, people have like huge like uh caveman motivations it's like oh there's a it's sex people do everything because of sex or money money because it's power and like it gets you things like you're just trying to satisfy those caveman urges we're just doing it at a weirdly higher level like i have to learn geopolitics because <laughs> because I want to make like $500 in like an hour or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I need to learn what the fuck's going on in like uh like like OGI is Israel's like uh it's like Organogram or whatever. It's a company that is the biggest grow up in Israel. So I have to learn about that and like 
learn what's going on in their political system, like how legal is marijuana, how much help is the government giving to this um, company, just stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I'm going to give you a couple like hints. First things first, like if you need to sign up for Robin Hood, this is all not financial advice, by the way, this is not financial advice. I am just uh, doing this for entertainment or I think that's what we're supposed to say, but yeah. Um, also, I am uh, like retarded and um, I'm counting on my friends reading what like autists on Reddit say and then conveying me that information and then me believing them. Like who sounds the most autistic? That's what my friend told me. Like he's like, yo, you wanna go on Reddit and you, <laughs> you wanna find uh, the most autistic sounding person and follow that guy and that guy's going to be constantly posting deep dives on whatever information is going on with like amc or gme and like it kind of seems like a like a positive feedback loop you're just around a bunch of other fucking retards who think that oh amc is going to the moon amc is going to the moon so like i mean it's nice especially if you're holding stock to like get that positive reinforcement from reddit all the time but there's certain people who will tell you certain days are happy like certain things are going to happen and that's where you can make some real fucking money um so first things first you're going to want to open either a robin hood or a weeble account and the reason i use robin hood is because they give you like fucking like 10 to 1 investing for like a thousand dollars so what that means is like margin so what that means is if i put in like a thousand dollars in robin hood and then you just have to like they're gonna ask you how much experience you have in the market and shit like that and uh you just basically tell them you're experienced as fuck like it's fine so that you have the more tools for you to use right like uh, there's certain types of options trading you can't access unless you tell them you are you have been trading for a while and those limitations will really fuck you over later on um but anyway you put like a thousand dollars in they give you something called margin and what it is is after you borrow a thousand dollars like let's say you only have a thousand dollars and you buy like three thousand dollars worth of stock right they lend you $2,000 and they only charge you 1.5% interest for the year or 2.5% interest for the year. That's like one of the best fucking loans you could get. I don't give a fuck what anyone says, but like if you like, I don't know who's going to instantly approve you for like, they'll give you, they give you like five G's for like just having a thousand dollars in there. And in that way, you don't have to start with a lot of money, but you get to play with a lot of money right but if shit goes south it's really bad like they'll margin call you and then you just you can't even talk you can't even use your account until you pay them back what you owe like let's say your stock tanks or whatever if it tanks a certain percentage they're like yo you have to pay this much back before we can even let you use this account or we're gonna sell all your stocks um which they end up doing they, they sell the stocks first and then if you haven't made back enough money to fucking pay them they force you to pay um so that's the danger of uh investing on margin now let's get to the fun part so i wrote down some shit again not financial advice that's the first thing i wrote <laughs> um so i'm gonna explain a call real quick and then i'm gonna show like talk to you about two strategies um to like possibly use to make money like without knowing too much about the 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 market so a call this is going to get really 
really fucking confusing, okay? So, usually when you buy a stock, you buy one stock, right? Let's say you buy a stock for $10. You buy the stock at $10, it goes up to $11. You made $1, okay? That's before taxes, before any of that shit. Just let's keep it simple. So, you buy a $10 stock, it goes up $1, it's worth $11, you've made a dollar. And, you know, in multiples of that, it's the same math. So you bought three stocks, they're $30, it's up $1, you're up $3, it's now $33. Okay, I hope I haven't lost you guys yet, and I understand. I'm fucking doing math on a fourth string comedy podcast, but like, you guys asked for this, right? So what a, what a option does, just think of an option as an agreement, okay, between two parties, okay? The option is just a contract. So if you buy a contract, there's either calls or puts. I'm just teaching you about calls. I talk to someone, I'm like, yo, I want to control a hundred of your stocks. You can, The person can only sell me a contract if they have a hundred of those stocks to sell me. So I'm like, I'll pay you $50 to control a hundred of your stocks. And once, if I want to, I can exercise this contract, which means like enact this contract, use this contract, and buy all the stocks at the pro- at the strike price, which would be like, it would be cheaper or more expensive depending on where the strike price is in relation to what the stock is currently trading at. So let's say this $10 stock I go to someone and uh, they're selling a contract with a $9 strike price. If I buy that contract, I have access to 100 stocks at $9, even though they're trading at $10. So intrinsically, just that contract is going to be worth at least $100. You're going to make $100 because if you buy that contract, exercise it, buy the 100 stocks at $9 each, you're already making $100. You're making $1 on each of those stocks. So that contract has to be worth at least, at least $100. But it's going to be worth a little more because contracts also factor in uh, volatility. Like what are the chances it's going to rock it up to like a crazy price? Like let's say you have AMC. AMC is known to like jump like 20% in one day, the contract will be more expensive. That's volatility, okay? And also, let's say that your contract is at $9 strike price, okay? And uh, this $10 stock goes to $8. Now, you have the right to buy this stock at $9, but why would you do that if the stock's trading at $8? Why would you do that? Now, if you think that the stock is going to go back up over $9, you can hold on to your contract. But right now, it's worthless if it expires. That's where the expiration date comes in. This is where everybody gets confused. Now, the further out your expiration date is, the more expensive your contract is going to be. And it's going to hold on to its value more because volatility is going to affect it less. Because it can shoot up and like shoot back down, but since it expires so far out, it calculates that into the contract price, and it says, oh, okay, like, 
you have time to recover. So you're not going to lose all your money if the stock price is down. But let's say this $10 stock that you have a $9 strike price call on goes to $8 and your expiration date is in three days at the end of the week, right? If it expires under $9, your contract expires worthless. Everything you paid to buy the contract, it disappeared. Your your contract's worth like 10 cents. So if you bought that contract when it was a $9, like at the $9 strike, when the stock was at $10, you at minimum were paying $100 to control the contract, to, to control that contract because you thought it was going to go up. If it went up, you would have made money on every tick, every time it goes up one cent, you get one cent on 100 stocks. So one cent is a dollar, okay? And there are stocks that will shoot up like $30 in a day. And like 30 times 100, that's like... $3,000, that's how much you could potentially make if a stock shoots up $30 and you have a contract owning 100 of those stocks. So that's what expiration is. The further out your expiration is, the more safety you have in like recovering the stock. Or you, you might even have more potential for it to shoot up because you have so much time until it expires. Um, so, I mean, if that doesn't make any fucking sense... I want you to like DM me. I'll help you out. But all you have to really know is the strike price, the expiration date, and the volatility. And um, if there's anything else, I mean, I guess I could help you. Um, those are just calls, though. I'll try to explain puts if you guys fucking DM me and really need some help with that. But like, here's a quick strategy. Uh, if you're going to buy calls, try to wait until the end of the day. And don't buy calls on Fridays. So try to wait until the end of the day because usually people start selling off in the market at around 3 p.m. It's called power hour. And like by that time, stocks have really played out. There's no like um, there's not a lot of room for like crazy activity there. So people usually just sell them off, especially day traders. So um, around like 3.55 p.m., I like to buy uh, calls for the next day and uh, in pre-market or post-market that's when uh, stocks have like a lot of volatility and um, that's when things like AMC jump like 20% AMC is really known to jump like uh, in the pre-market so that's what I do I, I mean like I've made some monster calls before on Thursday I made like a crazy fucking bet I guess I, I've been watching AMC for a while so I thought um, like I bought like, here's like a real life example. Like I bought like $18 calls and the stock was trading at like $20 and then it rocketed up to like $30. So already that contract jumped up. So for $12, 12 times a hundred, that's, uh, that's like $120 or some shit. Yeah, 12 times 100. Am I fucking retarded? No, no, it's $1,200, yeah. So already when I wake up the next day, each contract is worth at least $1,200 because the stock is $30. I have the right to purchase 100 of those stocks at $18. And um, plus the volatility on top of that, it makes my contract worth a lot. So 
just like lucky bets like that but like i've been watching the stock for a while that's what you got to do if you're going to day trade is you got to like watch stocks for a while and understand their individual patterns or like if it correlates to how the market's doing in general this market's been horrible by the way guys if you started trading like in march this march you have seen nothing but like chop like it going up and down don't feel bad for yourself. I'm starting to learn that too. I just started trading and it has been the worst experience ever. Like I get so fucking stressed out. I, I, I got thrown into a market like a year and a half ago after the pandemic started and like, like probably like in April or May of last year, you had some of the craziest market conditions. Whatever stock you wanted was rocketing up, especially like Zoom and shit like that. Like your, your, the picks were so obvious and easy. So, like, don't beat yourself up if, like, three months ago, like, everything started tanking. The whole market was doing horrible. Um, so, just keep your head up. Keep trading. I have a lot of my friends who show me their accounts get blown up. But, I mean, my account blew up and then I built it back. It's just constant like you just got to keep your head in the market and if you have to step away from a bit for it a bit that's fine um i mean yeah like i said it's been rough it's been fucking rough uh so don't beat yourself up too much um let's see uh another way to g gamble like whether you like the, the the most volatile things a stock could like happen to it is like uh like earnings right so if it has a good earnings report each company comes out with quarterly earnings reports if a company you like that you know has been doing well or like you think has been doing well has earnings coming up a thing you could do is right before uh the earnings come out they usually come out after market or pre-market like if it's coming out after market let's say it comes out tomorrow i'll buy a call at the end of today hoping that uh once the earnings report comes out the stock price rockets up it, it usually either rockets up or rockets down it goes one of two directions so with this market a lot of things that even have good earnings reports or amazing earning reports they they still uh tank so they'll still like go down in value because the market is just weird right now even with great earnings reports so it's a complete gamble um Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. I bought an NVIDIA call. They beat their estimates. Uh, it was like $1,700. They beat the estimate. And um, like Wall Street gives out an estimate before the contract. I mean, before the earnings comes out, right? And um, uh, if the company actually beats the estimated earnings per stock, the EPS, um, the stock usually does very well. But NVIDIA, for example, um, I bought like a $1,700 call and at $630, the stock was trading at $630. And uh, it fucking tanked to like $600. I immediately, my contract was only worth $200. Uh, I lost $1,500 right there, just like that, right? And I decided to hold on to the call because I had it. Uh, it wasn't expiring till like two weeks. And I was hoping because fundamentals tells you that if it beats Wall Street's estimated price per re per stock or whatever, like the, the revenue, like the, the income's earnings, if, if it beats it, it's supposed to go up. It murdered it. So I just held on to it and the stock quickly recovered. It recovered and then beat it. And then I ended up making 
some money on that fucking call. I ended up making like $200 and then I just fucking sold it. Cause I'm like, yo, this is bullshit. Like this, this should stress me the fuck out. You like, what the fuck? Like, oh, so it's complete gambling. And as I'm learning more and more, like I'm starting to become more of a fundamental investor where I uh, have stuff already. Uh, like I have my longs, like my long stocks where I don't even touch them. And then I have like my day trading, uh, amount of money so like you need at minimum $25,000 to day trade because if not you're going to incur fines or they're going to lock you out of your account for a bit but $25,000 so that you don't get day trade strikes against your account and if you don't have 25000 it's fine you can do three day trades within a five day period without getting penalized and then they come back like lives like you have three lives for five days and then you can use two of them right but they recover, like, let's say I used one on Monday. It recovers on uh, Friday. Like, you, that strike goes away, and it recovers, and you can day trade three times again. It's fucking dope. It's like a video game. But, um, yeah, that's, that's like a good summation of what I know so far during trading. So, if you want to start, like, a, a trading group where we just talk bullshit about stocks, I'm down. I mean... Fourth string financial, I'm down. We're not here to give financial advice. This is just for entertainment. I think it's pretty funny. I'll start the group. Just let me know. Especially if you're someone that listens to this podcast. Because that would be a lot of fun. Um Yeah. Uh so uh just real quick, three stocks that I think are gonna uh be like good stocks to hold on to. Right now it's June 1st, 11, 11 a.m. Hopefully that helps uh, with the juju I'm about to cast on all these stocks. CrowdStrike Holdings. It's like a cybersecurity company that I've been holding on to for a fucking while. We just got hacked in the pipeline. I think cybersecurity is going to be a huge... Um, like That's going to be at the forefront of what we're trying to do, especially with this presidency, because nobody wants to get hacked again we look weak as a country so um that and blackberry maybe blackberry stepping into cybersecurity too they're a really cheap stock so maybe you can look into that uh sofi which is sort of like um it's like a robin hood and a bank all in one where you can invest in crypto and um and uh and buy stocks and invest in ipos and also like get a SoFi card, start banking, get loans or whatever. So SOFI, I really like that company. They make great money. It's sort of like Squarespace, but better, I think. And then MUDS, M-U-D-S, Mudger Capital. Um, they just actually, they had, they did some dumb shit. They just bought like $260 million worth of AMC stock at $27. Right now, AMC's trading at like $20. But since they were buying so much, they had to buy it at a premium. And... Um, yeah, but I just like that company because uh, they're into like NFTs and and uh, they acquired Tops trading cards, T O P P S, and those things are gonna step into NFTs. And then also EDR, the UFC company. I love them. They made me a bunch of money. I bought it at the IPO start, uh, and then I sold it, and then I watched it drop a bit, and then I bought it back. So I love that. Um, check those stocks out. I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This isn't financial advice, but, um, 
I don't know. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope it made it listenable. God, I can't believe I explained fucking calls for so fucking long just now. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm retarded. Please don't. Like, I, I hopefully you just skipped all of it and came to this part. Like, this, this is the actual part we're going to talk about. Like, fucking a podcast. Like, yo, what's up? It's me, Flavor. Hi. I have all these shorts for sale. I have all these rash guards for sale. So hit me up. I got to... Um, get my fucking intern who I haven't even worked with in so fucking long to uh, update the website or maybe I'll just do it myself who knows um but yeah what else uh I don't know um I'm trying to get on to Sapatero uh July 24th I'm still a little fat but it's 160 pounds I'm sure I can make that uh I got some great um people in there Keith Krikorian Damian Anderson Damian just annihilated some 10th planet guy who that guy actually beat Frank, which is nuts. But uh, it's good to see uh, Henzo's get another dub, and they actually cleaned house in WNL, so that's fucking awesome. And word on the street is Craig Jones is going to be at training today. I can't fucking wait. I'm actually about to leave early. Training starts at eleven. I know at uh, twelve or twelve thirty. I don't even fucking know. I'm such a pothead. I think it starts at twelve. It's eleven fourteen right now. I'm gonna have to head out soon, but. I heard Craig's in town. I'll let you guys know how that is. Um, I wonder if he's juicy. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look on his body for any sort of uh, injection sites or anything. Any track marks? What if I see like? What if uh, I'm looking for stuff and I see like uh, he got like breast enhancement and he got like calf implants and shit like that? <laughs> he's got Botox. He's just getting a whole bunch of work done in Puerto Rico. He's like, yo, I got to get my OnlyFans popping. What the fuck? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get bigger tits than Gabby Garcia. Like, I can't. <laughs> How am I supposed to compete with her? <laughs> She's ducking me. I got to I gotta fucking, I got to go full female identification and then find her in the IBJJF absolutes or some shit. <laughs> oh, man. I really want to see that fight happen, him and Gabby. That's going to be a good one. Uh, shout out to Mikey Musumeshi also for that heel hook win. Jason Rao actually went to go train with him for a bit. And uh, they trained for like two days, which is fucking sick. Like, my instructor is getting shouted out by one of the best no-gi grapplers in the world. I mean, two of them, honestly. Gordon shouted him out and Mikey shouted him out for his technique. Um, check out his Patreon. Him, fucking John Calistine and Nick Ronan like those guys are really doing it man you don't see a lot of people like that like putting in that work every fucking day like oh huge congrats to Nick Ronan on getting engaged by the way uh I don't know he's like manifesting destiny in the fucking wild west right now like what is that like everyone goes to like national parks and like like is that the the move to like cross country road trip and like look at rocks I just want to hear like pussy echoed really loudly in like the Grand Canyon. <laughs> They're like penis, 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 penis. Like that's like that's what I would go for. But maybe like see a bull, like uh, what are those? Like a bison in Yellowstone. Maybe see a bison fall into one of those hot springs. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe as I get older, I'll start to like that type of shit. But right now, I'm just trying to fucking train. I'm trying to touch that Australian man. Oi, I'm gay. <laughs> That's Greg.
Oi, hey, Flava. I'm gay. I'm like, all right. Is that what you're leading? You're leading with? He's like, <laughs> subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> I can't wait to see that fool, dude. I remember getting mad high and having lunch with him sometimes at Henzo's. Um, he's a cool guy. What else is going on? Uh, do I have anything else written down? Probably something about Bill Gates. Bill Gates is pretty gay. Bill Gates and Bezos both divorced their wives. Gates is a fucking savage, though. He had, like, some agreement with, um... <laughs> with his wife that he got to chill with his ex-girlfriend once a year in, like, a vacation. Like, what is that even... What? What? Like, if you agree to that, you're definitely got your shit going on on the side. Like, I don't care how much money you have. Like, there's a certain sense of pride. I don't know, like... She was probably getting porked on the side. My girlfriend does not like that term, porked. <laughs> such a funny word though fuck that um but yeah like it's fucking crazy see and that type of shit affects the market dude microsoft was fucking tanking after uh news of that divorce happened so like that's why i'm so like up on current events it's retarded like those types of things affect market sentiment and you can like play on that and make money so I mean, I hope this helped, guys. I'm going to head out. I really got to go to fucking training. I'm going to do another podcast as soon as possible. But if you have any questions, um, yeah. Hopefully, I put out a clip explaining what the fuck a call is. And uh, I'll do my best. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Boom. I meant like a visual aid to help explain what a call is. Boom. Peace.